So I just took medicine for my lower back. Cortisone medicine. One second. It's called dexamethasone. And I just went to the doctor today, you know, showed him the MRI, he looked, he showed me like, oh, I'm like here, it's not much, but it's a bit of irritation right, right here. Did this work when we did it? No. Did that work when we did it? No. Okay, now we go with medicine. And I'm like, sure. He's like, yeah, take it uh, every morning and every night for 10 days and then talk to me. And I'm like, sure, uh, any disadvantages I need to know of? He's like, just uh, don't take it too late because it can affect how you sleep. So I took it now, 7.30. Let's see how it affects my sleep because it's supposed to wake you up somehow. And I was thinking on the way back to work because I left work to go to the appointment and um, I felt my lower back being weak and I felt how the past week, two, three weeks, I haven't been like doing any yoga or stretches really ever since I started work. And today I thought I've, I usually enjoy doing yoga between 10 and 11.30 a.m. Like after waking up in a bit and giving your body that time and energy. It's nice. And because I'm working, I don't do that. And when I come back at home, somehow it feels wrong to do yoga. Somehow I feel like I should some, be doing something a bit more intense, um, like working out, but all the gyms are closed for the rest of the month. So yeah, um, I was thinking on the way back and I was thinking like, you know, this injury has been with me for a while, man, almost eight months, nine months. A part of me doesn't want it to go away. It's like it's I'm defined by it somehow or that, you know, I know it's there. I feel it, um, coping with it, but also I haven't been doing this the past while, but I've been like a month ago, I was, I was doing this often, meditating and focusing on the feeling on this nerve in my lower back, like at my core. And I could, you know, it's giving me a different awareness into myself for sure, because it's there and it's, it's very present. And it's my nervous system and it's my spine and, and you are your spine. You're as old as your spine and you're as young as your spine and everything in you is moving through your spine. Uh, part of me didn't want to let it go. I didn't want to let it uh, go away. I took the medicine just now. I told myself that when I take it, I'd record. And when I took it, I remembered. <laughs> well, I wanted to record about this perspective. Felt a bit disappointed that I haven't been utilizing it the way that I... And I get this feeling often throughout life. Maybe you do too. It's like... Um, you pass through a moment and when the moment's done, you look back and you know, you could have been really immersed in that moment a lot more in a way differently and, and more enjoyable because it's all passing. And maybe that's the meaning of being truly in the moment. But even then, even being truly in the moment, reflection does show more. And one of my happiest moments is when I remember a moment where I was very present in something beautiful. And even then, at that point, the memory somehow feels nicer than it felt when I was there, in a way. So I fought with my roommate today. I came back home and I realized that this morning, yesterday, yesterday night, I bought um, mini steaks, you know, lean cut steaks, a kilo and a half took one and went to a friend's place and we ate it uh, together with some ramen and worked on our art, you know, he, we had some nice conversation. And then um, I usually put them in the freezer, but I told myself, you know, just do them tomorrow, I'm pretty lazy today. And today in the morning, I took one to take with me to work to make it, to do it at work. And I saw 
that the fridge was uh, open before leaving the house. And I was like, fuck, I was about to forget closing the fridge. And then I close the fridge and I go, come back, 6 p.m. or something, uh, 5, uh, 6 p.m. And I see that, you know, my roommate's in the house. He, I'm, I'm in the kitchen, you know, putting some things in the fridge I got from the supermarket. And he comes out and, like, I'm pissed at him, you know, generally because of how he is. He's very irresponsible in a way. Too playful and just you sometimes need to involve me in your shit. Just don't involve me in your shit. And then... Um, I was talking to him very casually and then I noticed uh, like oh shit uh, did I leave the meat outside the entire day he looked and he said yeah you did and then I chilled a bit I don't know what the fuck we were talking about and then I was like looked at him I'm like but you saw the meat outside and you didn't put it back in and he's like yeah and I'm like whoa I wouldn't I wouldn't do that if I were you you know I wouldn't see meat outside and just leave it outside just to fucking prove a point you know fucking idiot um because he made the point like you keep you sometimes forget things you keep forgetting things like uh i once made coffee in a kettle and i left the kettle because i was showering and i was high and i left it and I just didn't think it's an issue if it was if it stayed there, you know. And apparently he burnt his hand because he saw it and he held it and he didn't know that it would be that hot and didn't tell me either. Um, I was showering, I didn't even hear his, his voice if he even reacted, you know. Kitchen isn't so far from the bathroom. And yeah, I was like, you know, I wouldn't do this. And he's like, yeah, but you. And then he's like talking dumb, random shit. And I'm just like, just I wouldn't do this if I were you. Don't talk, don't talk, don't talk. And he kept on, keeps kept on trying to say something. And I kept on telling him, don't talk, shut up, ikhras. And then he stopped, and I stopped, and we stopped for like a good two minutes, man. You know, and I, I was just like. I put all the meat in packs and I put them in the freezer and then I looked at him I was like, I wouldn't do this if I were you. And he's like, no, 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 no. You don't say don't talk and then talk. You don't say don't talk and then talk. <laughs> Started shouting and I just kept repeating that and being very calm, being like, you're, you're an idiot, you're crazy. And then like started, started escalating more and more, you know, like... Um, I just feel like you try to keep trying to prove a point with me, you keep trying to prove a point with me, you keep trying to prove a point with me. Fuck you for trying to prove points, you know? And he's like, What points I tried to prove and blah 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 And then he had he had uh he had a baby gun like with him that he showed me as soon as he came into the kitchen and put it to my head and I was like, Whoa <laughs> just like that, you know, I'm gonna take my life that quickly because I sent him a text this morning telling him like no more tobacco in the house and um, and then I was like going to the bathroom then I was like you're, you're a horrible roommate you're such an idiot and then I was like you know what no 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 then I went back to him I'm like no 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 I take that back I take that back you've been a great roommate then I hugged him you know I was like no just that I wouldn't have done this if I were you <laughs> you know I need to know that I can depend on you I need to know we can depend but like it's your mistake it's not my mistake it's your mistake it's not my mistake you need to learn that if you didn't learn you didn't have a such a fucking idiot really such a fucking dumb cunt uh, but he's very he's very smart too you know he's very sensitive to life and his soul and his being so I can't it's an intelligence I, I respect and know in, in myself you know and, and but otherwise aside from that he's very stupid you know which is interesting uh, how you can define intelligence that way fuck this guy I'm gonna take a very very small bong hit Because I've been smoking way too much tobacco And when I smoke bongs again I remind myself what it's like not to be on tobacco You know And then I'm, I want to stop tobacco man It just, I can't breathe I go into the sleep-like state that keeps on convincing me that 
I'm awake if I smoke more. And it doesn't help, you know. If it's not in a social setting at the end of the night or anything like that, I don't know. Doesn't feel like it's something that helps. So I was going to take a shower, so I was taking my t-shirt off and I was like between the corridor and the kitchen, so he's at the end of the kitchen, longitudinally away from me, and I was half inside of the corridor, half inside the kitchen, so half my side is facing him, and he shot the baby gun. And it didn't hit me, and I didn't even flinch, you know, I was just still taking my t-shirt off, my face was protected, my body wasn't, and it's a BB gun, you know, hurts like a bitch. So I was like, you know, if it hit me, this would have been a very, very different story. After he said, um, oh man, imagine if it hit you. So I said that, and then um, he was like, Khorday. <laughs> and then he came to the to the door and he fucking just shot me directly man one on my uh, on like under my left armpit by maybe 20 centimeters a bit more to the back he shot me and then he shot me again I was like fuck off and I went to the bathroom once closed the door he was shot again and he shot my my thigh you know uh, I didn't really feel like I was in danger, you know, but at the same time, I don't want to be hit by a baby gun. And that's the truth. And then I was like, oh shit, you know, I saw how they are, you know, like I went in like the bathroom, just like uh, <laughs> assessed the damage first, you know, just feeling your body. And then I looked in the mirror and I was like, fuck, you know, like they left a mark, a big red, big mark, you know, I think like the left, like the one next to my ribcage is bleeding, the one on my thigh isn't. Thank God, so close to, you know, like the testicle or, or dick or whatever. But even like dick or testicle, somehow it doesn't feel like, probably really hurt, yeah, for sure. Um, so he didn't shoot me after that. I think he tried to shoot again, didn't happen. Um, and then I felt like I just need to hit this guy, you know. I, I need to, look man, you shot me twice. Give me, give me the gun, let me shoot you. He's like, no, fuck off. Um, like, okay, I want to punch you, man. Like, this is crazy. And I, he came, he came closer to the bathroom door, actually. And then um, I was like checking myself in the mirror. He was next to me. I just, you know, like, gave a solid left into his stomach that connected. But he immediately took steps back and arched, arced himself so that he wouldn't there wouldn't be any impact. Then he's like, haha, ha. <laughs> I, you know, dodged it and didn't, didn't connect uh, in Arabic, ma shabakat, ma shabkat. I was like, fuck, you know, I'm still, you know, checking, like, I want to punch you, dude, come. He's like, come, come, punch me, punch me, like, but I don't want to be punched, you know, either. I don't want to, I don't want this to turn into a fight. He's like, no, no, come, come punch me. And then I looked at him, I was like, no, this isn't going to, to end well. I got inside of the bathroom and I closed the door just a shower you know and cooled myself off and he opened it again he's like no no come come I'm like no and then somehow I got very involved and then I was like in the kitchen and uh, holding a broom and hitting him with the broom you know and he's dodging with his knee with his elbow and like I'm trying to see an opening <laughs> you know <laughs> trying to hit him with this fucking like staff but like with the pointy end and then I see like his arm or something and like then I hit I hit his arm because you have so many opportunities to hit this guy. Imagine like the end of the staff uh, was sharp and like you're really learning a weapon. Uh, used to happen, you know, for, for a while. And people used to like focus on that and see like if they can hit someone's elbow or face and the neck or whatever, you know, sometimes you just have to do damage. And, and like while I was trying to hit him, he was getting close, you know, he was trying to really get close. And he wasn't because he told me like before I started this entire business, it's like, no, no, I'm not going to let you hit me, but you can. Wasn't like that. It's like. Like, I'm not going to hit you, but you, you're you not going to get to hit me, you know? Like, I'm not going to let you hit me. 
but by also saying hit me so I was like sure started you know throwing punch or two he started pushing with his palms you know pushing with his palms and then he connected one with my shoulder and then connected it with my with my chin a little bit and that was like I was like hey dude you know you said you wouldn't hit me he's like yeah yeah I know that one must have you know a bit because like he's still a part of defense is is a shielding offense that was what he was doing he didn't like punch me in the face it was palm and he's just pushing palm letting it stay away then he like um, did more stuff with the staff Um, he came really close backed off a bit he was grabbing it pulling i was also you know throwing punches but without connecting to his face or he would try to you know i don't want to get hit either i'm not going to be on full offense the entire time and uh, I back, I back out. I we're in the corridor. It's a small corridor, and um, I don't know what happens exactly. The broom. He pulls the broom from me. I think, and then the you know the broom part of the broom fell off, and something broke at the top of the broom where you hold it. I was like, you know, we went, we immediately chilled out and started, you know, talking like, uh, yeah, but you did this and I did that. And <laughs> I don't know what the fuck we were even saying. I was like, yeah, maybe it's broken. Maybe it's not like your heart's racing and you really hate this person. You want to punch him, but you also, you know, you live with this guy. You don't want to hurt him, you know, and I'm like, he doesn't want to hurt me either. He's not a bad, bad dude. I just think he's an idiot, you know, I'm convinced. And I said that, you know, after I saw, you know, like you tried to prove a point by leaving it out like this. Like, uh, thanks for proving, you know, that you're an idiot. You know, you did a good job of, of doing that. And now I know. Now and That's like almost immediately before I was like, no, no, no. You've been a great roommate. And I went and hugged him. <laughs> Lol. Because, like, I, whatever, man, is like, I can be very angry with a person, but, you know, you've, I've, you've really been good to me in a lot of ways, being in my life. You know, he is a character, and he does bring randomness in a, in a way that's somewhat interesting. And he's someone I get to spar with and fight, you know, quite, uh, quite often. So I think that's a very, very good thing. We just haven't had the time to, to align together again in a rhythm that's uh, very calm the last while. I think, um, you know, because sometimes, you know, I um, when I used to work from home or back in quarantine or when the summer was coming and, you know, we'd spend time, we'd wake up together, spend time in his room, take a bong hit together, you know, have a nice breakfast, uh, fight a bit and then, you know, carry on with our day. Uh, good stuff, for sure. Um... I wonder, I would have liked to know what this medicine felt like sober, actually, now that I'm high. I don't know what to think to feel, but at the same time, I don't think I have a need to think about what I think I need to feel. My brother has gone to Vipassana retreat, whatever you want to call it. He's not going to speak for 10 days with his uh, girlfriend slash fiance. Don't know if they're going to marry or not. And I was like, cool, you know, I had a small call with him, very, very short, um, talked about stuff, and he's like, you know what, Khalid, even if I explained to you a million times, you wouldn't understand, because knowing is not the same as experiencing, and you only really know something when you experience it. Very casually, while he was doing his laundry, you know, very, very casually, I'm like, yeah, man, the truth is silence. <laughs> There's nothing, you know, beyond that. But I was telling him, like, you know, very, most importantly, like, when you... The challenge isn't being quiet for 10 days. The challenge is going back to talking again after the 10 days. And you have to be careful about your patterns, you know, because you've stopped yourself from your patterns for a while. For sure. For sure, you dropped yourself... <laughs> You you see sorry you see yourself in a, you're in patterns all the time and then you drop them and when you come back and you see them again I think that's a very challenging thing you know it happens easily because and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about because I think we've all had things that we came back to and 
we had a chance of acting out a different way, a different pattern, but we just saw that we're still stupid, you know, whatever way. Because, like, the idea of, of a girl that you haven't met for years that you fucked up with and then meet again and then you, you try again and you fuck up again, you know, because you're an idiot and you haven't moved on from an idea of liking a person like that. Or a million other things that could be your own thing, you know. Um, just that I don't want to identify with that um, idea somehow so much because I don't uh, follow that anymore. Uh, in a way, I don't know. But generally, like for him, when he was talking, uh, like you come back to talking again and then you have choice between your words again. And if you let yourself go back into patterns again, like if you quit alcohol for six years, you're an alcoholic and then you were really sober for six years and you start drinking again after six years, you've brought back such an old pattern and it comes back with a hit, you know, and then it stays, I think, stronger now. And it's you have to fight with it again and reach another strength again that will let you, you know, be able to not feel a need to fight it anymore so that you can be at peace you know it's all about not having an inner conflict and inner peace and silence is what my brother was talking about um i think i told him you know what i like i like it when i like it when um i'm doing something and i'm just really really silent in doing that thing you know, like when you're really writing and you're sitting there and you have the pen and your head is really fucking somewhere else, but your body is really here and you're putting it through words and you're imagining this entire thing and it has to move and flow and you have to really be able to move an eye towards the right things to really, really fucking see in your head and not just you, but other people. The words need to look and feel as much as the meaning that the word itself is trying to convey. So you're really trying to talk about a luscious, beautiful woman. Would you use the word luscious, you know? Or would you use the word chest or breast or... Like, even, they all mean the same thing, you know? But in that context, in that intensity of a situation or how not just intensity, just like the quality of the thing itself and what it brings, you know, and the weight. And it's not just with that metaphor or example, it's really with, with most and all of them, just that the feminine, uh, I guess, and the masculine just end up being easy metaphors to fall back on, you know, because they're so primal, they go so far back that they're like the thing that we are somehow. A mixture of these two things that are also a mixture of things because they're just very, very, very big patterns encompassed within something and dancing together. Dancing, dancing, dancing. And I was thinking about this pattern stuff when I was um, watching a show called The Queen's Gambit. I really liked that one. I recommended it to my dad and he watched it in a day because it's just fucking nice, you know. This girl, it's the pacing more than anything, I think is just fucking well done. How this girl who gets into an orphanage starts falling in love with chess after stumbling upon it, you know, in an unexpected situation. And she grows into a great chess player. And, you know, you're really going through that and how she focuses on something she loves so much in such an intelligent way because, you know, chess and uh, intelligence should come hand in hand somehow, right? Like, we have that connotation. We have that feeling. We have that uh, conditioning. I, I, I've been throwing this word around in my head a few times uh, last month at least, you know, like... Conditioning, <laughs> just conditioned this way, you know, it happens. You notice something funny and you mention it to a friend and you just say that. Like, what really, really made me laugh was uh, I'm friends with a guy called Felix now, musician. I think I mentioned that I was at his place yesterday. 
and I was telling him like very casually, man, like we were we made ramen, we we're eating, and then like I was saying like the most normal thing in the world, like yeah, I was uh, you know discussing pass- passivity with someone the other day, and he had a thing against passivity, like how Buddha was was passive and and didn't act and react to the things that need like you need to take action. Uh, naturally, you know, I told him that, uh, but to him, taking that passivity is action that was really necessary at this time for people to really learn passivity then, a lesson we hadn't have learned before, and, you know, we didn't have a Buddha at that time to see how passivity can be such a thing. And this guy lived, and he had an influence on the people, and uh, an image of what he once was and people experienced every day is still here. Traveling through language and words and us, which I think is just a cool thing, no? Uh, this big, big set of patterns that uh, managed to live forward because humanity somehow assigned something in humanity and it's nice to say that that can be the soul of us because it's a collective thing moving through time and centuries and really moved things man like how this life and story comes and ripples ripples and ripples through everyone the entire happening just keeps presenting itself again and again and again to itself differently and letting the pattern just parallel and spiraling around time that can feel linear but somehow really fucking because it's not just me experiencing time it's everything at the same time it's all moving in this and it's it can all still have different paces within different paces that also interact and finding themselves you know contributing to a grander story what a beautiful fucking thing no i really need to put this episode into cosmic narrative i think that's just like good material to uh, listen through right down I think if I put that type of time and attention into my work, it would really be done well. But I feel like, you know, just sitting down and coming back to this and listening to it, trying to pick out parts that are relevant. Like I can remember maybe now, like writing notes while I do these isn't the worst thing, right? I think like cosmic narrative. Weak. 106 because this is week 106 right um, minute put like 25 and then if I look at this again later I might remember doing this but it's nice like I fought with my roommate and then like um, maybe before or after taking the broom he was in the hallway and I tried to punch his stomach he blocked I tried to punch his chest he blocked and he kept on blocking you know and I kept punching man I kept punching hard from the side his arms themselves just because I wanted to fucking just punch this guy and like if I got a hit at his stomach or chest he would you know he's smart about it you know he blocks what he needs to but I got him a few good hits and I was like, yeah, was that a good hit? <laughs> I want to fucking punch him more, man. Fuck this guy. Amir! Fuck you! I don't think he's home. But I would have said that anyways. Fuck you! Like, fuck you! How can you can live with someone just fucking be so pissed at them? You know, at the same time, you're okay with it. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's very healthy having people in your life you can speak about your art to and they take you seriously. 
and like ask you questions about it without prying so 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 much I think it's I think it's nice like Felix is an enjoyable character for sure But I think he likes me too, you know, which is a nice thing. I think he likes me. I didn't have to really try to convince him to at any point. <laughs> yeah, but even though like your head can play insecurities sometimes and repeat stuff like that. Imagine how much you burn your throat and lungs with joints, man. I really... The bong is sacred. And I am now tobacco-free. I don't want this to be too long, but I was talking about chess and my dad. What did my dad... He liked it a lot. He watched it in a day. Oh, really cool. You know, it took me three days. I told him that. I was like, you know... I really liked how I picked up that phone call, you know, actually. Uh... I really like how we picked up that phone call because uh, I was like, hey, he's like, yeah. I'm like, me and Bitlalo, no, Trudenta. Like, who gets the chance to, <laughs> who even gets the chance to be able to call you and have you pick up just like that? If you ever need to talk to him, your bro, you know, like, he's like, really, like, when I needed to say things, I could. For sure, at least to my dad, you know. A homie, for sure. <sighs> doesn't let information slip out that doesn't need to be, you know, slipped out. What a brother. For sure. Hope he's good. I really hope he's good. I had a call with HR today, man. Feedback session with the team. And the CEO, of course, was involved because he's the head of the team. And I think that's what I need to understand. That he's the head of the team. He's not the CEO. <laughs> he's trying to, you know, push this, push this through. He's like a person I need to interact with. And, you know, I went to a meeting room, I had my phone, and I did the call through 4G because uh, I didn't know the password, internet password to the company, which is bullshit, I need to know it. And... Yeah. Talked, you know, mentioned stuff that I feel. I thought, I said nothing bad about anyone, you know, just talked about time, how I dislike time, mentioned my back injury, he's like, you know, but he's like, really, once he takes the mic and he starts talking, he'll keep talking, which is nice because he can put you through a good story and uh, explain the points really a lot fast. I don't know what absorbing this is going to do to me, man, because I'm absorbing it and... I need to, ich muss darüber auch sprechen. Ich muss das zum Ende Leute auch erklären, wie Data verschlüsselt wird. Und das ist nur ein schlaues Ding zu sagen, das, das machen wir nicht täglich. Also eigentlich ist das das Produkt, das ist einfach da. Was ich machen muss, ist beweisen oder nicht beweisen, prüfen, wie dieser Prozess laufen kann, verbessert kann. Und das natürlich involviert Leute, das involviert Systeme, das wir entweder gekauft haben oder gebaut haben, irgendwie gleichzeitig, weil wir das in unsere Systeme gemischt haben. Und also die Produktivität in dieser Firma ist irgendwie alles durch Meetings gemacht. Und das, das, das verstehe ich eigentlich nicht, weil... Irgendwie Produktivität für mich ist, das muss ich noch verstehen, das habe ich in, in den äh, Gespräch schon gesagt, dass, dass mir wirklich wichtig 
Erst, ich habe eine falsche Taste jetzt gedruckt und verkackt, aber es ist mir wirklich wichtig zu wissen, was Word eigentlich ist. Ich habe das nicht so kaum gesagt, ich war ein bisschen verwirrend. Es gab einfach, der Pacing war so, also wenn du in einem Meeting bist oder du hast diese Zeitraum, wo du etwas sagen kannst und da ist das eigentlich, du hast eine Frequency, dass du, wie immer, wie auch immer, diese Tanz, <lacht> ja, kann ich auch poetisch auf Deutsch sein, das glaube ich schon, das glaube ich schon, auf jeden Fall, also jetzt würde ich, also ich weiß nicht, ob ich ganz präsent bin, wie ich, also wie ich mich dachte, wie ich an mich schon dachte, wie ich dachte, wenn ich auf Englisch gesprochen habe, dachte ich natürlich etwas anderes. Irgendwie diese Bewusstseins heißt es, Awareness. Ja, hoffentlich bin ich, äh, also keine Ahnung, wer was verstehen will, wird. Wer was verstehen wird, Homeboys. And we're chilling. Here, looking at the screen, you know, with my voice on it, thinking I'm really recording this. And why not? Wieso nicht? Ähm, ja, ich wollte ja weiterhin, das, das ist eigentlich gut gelaufen, denke ich. Äh, ich habe ein bisschen Scheiße darüber in Flexibilität von Zeiten auch gesagt, wie, wie das. Ähm, ich denke, ich finde den, den, mein Vertreuer ist sie, sie sie hasst mich nicht das weiß ich schon also sie hat sie hat keinen Hass in sie irgendwie als Person das sehe ich nicht aber es gibt diese Momenten wo sie mich irgendwie attackiert und ich fühle mich einfach äh, also wieso <lacht> wieso hast du das so gesagt oder das kannst du eigentlich you know, du kannst gut sein. Du musst nicht... Also bei mir vielleicht ist das falsch, dass ich an mich daran denken muss, weil das so im Hintergrund steht, in meinem Kopf, dass ich muss irgendwie... Ich muss irgendwie zusammenbringen, es nicht zusammenbringen. Das ist nicht richtig. Ja. Ja, was denn wird hier von... Yeah, you've thought of some good moves you can do at the company. Like there's things that can definitely be better to make meetings more uh, efficient. And uh, yeah, it's a solid company, man. Like I don't, what I was trying to say in German was I don't need to make myself feel like I need a reason for to be accepted in being there. Like in the in the call, it was very easy for me to think something along the lines of um, They won't fire me because they've spent three weeks on me and it's an investment and they're expecting something out of you. Then they, it's really easy to see and understand that, you know. But I think it's wrong to think even, you know. I think like, why well, think that? Why not just be okay inside? You're there to do your job. It's not like if you get fired, you're fucked, you know? <laughs> But if I work at least two, three more months, I can have a good amount in the bank to just be able to, you know, function as a normal human being. If I need to move, I need to get something. If I, whew, you know, if something happens, <laughs> I have a bit of cash, you know? <laughs> I have a tiny bit of cash that I can fuck with. And 
think that's important man I'd like to at some point you know have a good good manga of cash let's see man uh like to see that happen I'd like to watch a series on Netflix but it's not happening interesting day for sure uh, <laughs> I love how casually that came out and then I really thought about it and like it was you know I got shot by a BB gun twice and I had a funky phone call and now I'm looking for a German teacher online to give me lessons uh, and I'm trying to be a writer who writes good shit and you know, leaves a nice message that stays and ripples and reflects itself well while I fade into everything and be alright with the presence I had in this world while I was in it for the extent that I can be in it, you know, because I could die tomorrow obviously, there's that, you know, always you can be shot by a baby gun any second and you can be really shot, you know, in the face by someone potentially if they really didn't like you. So it's a good idea to just be nice, you know, in general. But I feel like the United States is playing a movie on itself that it can't get out of, you know. I think that's the... <laughs> I think that's exactly, exactly what's happening. A movie you can't get out of, really. And I really like like my presence on Instagram. I think it's very like dark and then like hopeful and nice in a nice way. I think that's cool mm. to have different sides of your Instagram you feel like showing every once in a while. It's funny how your image can be dictated like that and, and it's something you think about and present and you're viewed, you decide what other people see from you. And like in a way that's all you can see because that's what they can see. And you really have to think about it, you know, it's, it, fucks, it fucks with your mind, I think, a little bit. Like I was thinking about it the other day, like I post, I post like weird poetic shit. Like today, something like I took a picture with the camera really close to my hand so it was black but there was this tiny shade of red because of just a tiny tiny bit of light you don't see so you know it's a different background and I wrote his heart in his head full stop her head in her heart and that was it. And the day before, I posted a picture of just this cartoon girl who's blonde and lively and has her hand up. Which is, I think, a nice image, you know? It has a nice feeling to it. And uh, it's funny because it feels like this is just a dance I'm trying for just this like, one girl I met by accident. And uh, felt like I really could connect with this girl, which isn't like it's like a real, real connection. Um, I put too much energy into Instagram somehow, and then remembered the lesson again of, of you know maturity and focusing on yourself and presence and whatnot. It took a while, man. Like I, I was really in the Instagram thing for. Uh, good while man like I went to ease alone and I was you know still posting stuff having her in the background somehow and then, but then I reached a point I don't know when maybe three weeks like when I got the job before getting the job just texting casually very much didn't um... fuck man I forgot I have a cookie I have a cookie to eat 
Funny man. Uh... It's really like regardless of what I can easily feel safe with him, you know, my roommate. Which I think is a very, very important thing structurally, because like he like imagine you fight with someone you really fucking hate but still like holding yourself both like completely in control we wouldn't we wouldn't hurt ourselves or each other out of passion you know at least i don't think uh somehow like awareness works not to damage anything which is very important because he pushed me into the room and, and he put me through the path and on the path, there's nothing that can be damaged. But by the end of it, I had my screen to the right. I have my laptop on the desk and everything. Of course, I wasn't going to let myself go in any of those directions. And he's he's going to push with the flow somehow. But he was walking into my room at that point, actually, just before he pushed me. And he's pushing me into into the... This was painful. This was really painful for him. Like he was pushing me into the door of my room, and then I was like at that point where my hand is just right next to the door, and you're right in front of my fucking face. So I just slammed the door in his face, literally, and I think it hit his face, and the handle definitely hit his hand. Something hit his hit his hand, and he was bleeding. <laughs> He bled, that hurt him. And then he continued pushing me and then he's like, oh, that wasn't a nice move. Um, he thought it was a bit asshole, you know? And I was like, but you know, that's what I had. That's what I used. Uh, he's like, uh, you might not have this at some point. You know, you might not have a door to slam into someone. Because um, he really wants to fight at that deep of a level, man. Imagine. Imagine. <laughs> He's always going that layer, you know, lower for some fucking reason, you know, going a lower layer. Uh, it's like, you know, he sent me a voice message at in the morning. And I didn't listen to it. I opened it after leaving home. I think, um, I think, I really do think, but I could be lying to myself. And I went to work and I saw he sent a voice message I didn't listen to it it's fine then he messaged me he's like uh, you know I wanted you to close the window and some like weird things you say like uh, like shoo <laughs> like eh um, yeah imagine the nephew that like is my homies listening to this that isn't even born yet you know Qais and Salma are born uh, this kid that might be born uh, potentially could be listening to this and I don't even know he exists also children too and everyone else actually <laughs> I don't know about a lot of people who exist you know but the point still stands I think um, let's try to live a good life right oh man these things like it's really like I can really walk feeling like I live for something you know which is a thing to say and I don't want to lose it of course you have stories, man, and notebooks that can be things that are brilliant and absorbed by so, so many and out there in the world and uh, creating a sense of reality, essentially down to the core of language is what we are, to invoke every kind of primal, proper feeling. It's such a powerful thing that I hope I get to do, you know, I really, really fucking hope that this can, this can happen, like I can realize this thing that I've been my entire life known I could realize you know it's like and there's doubt and there's also solidifying an image and having a solid image is also just a fucked up thing you know images like uh, uh, the world should not think one thing about me and I shouldn't think one thing about myself and um, no one you know essentially I don't know what I'm trying to say, man. I'm trying to say something like... Sometimes I see myself be someone, and I like that someone, but just like... Sometimes, you know, you can't shed your skin, you know? And you're, you're solid more in an image. And when you know you can't shed... Um, like, how different can I be as a person, you know? You don't know. 
you've never tried to be different. <laughs> I, I've tried to be different a lot, all the time. No offense to anyone, I take that back. I didn't really mean it that way either, but uh, feelings, you know, they're powerful things. Yeah, man, like the uh, Vertreter attacks me indirectly somehow, you know. I'm not uh, being lazy or anything. I just said I have a back problem. I don't like uh, I don't like working on my fucking back all fucking day, sitting in a fucking chair. You know how the fuck unreasonable is that? Eight hours a day. It's shit. It's really shit. Shit. And she's like, yeah, but why choose a job in operations where you have to sit all the fucking time? I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like. What the fuck, you know? Where the fuck does that even come from? Where the fuck does that even come from, man? Like, how wrong sitting in a chair eight hours a day just is as a thing. Aside from the fact that, like, 90% of any job I would take in the fucking world is going to be involving me sitting at the fucking desk doing something in front of a screen and not with my hands. Because, bitch, I need money. I need to know how things move. So just chill. Just really chill. Just chill the fuck out. It's so important. I need to go inside and calculate these things, you know? Manually even. So yeah. I said good things though, you know. I didn't say one bad thing about anyone. Just like everyone's like good, you know. Like everyone helps me. I'm planning these things. Like we're working on, on those. Like, I can tell you what this is, I just don't know how to do it. That's <laughs> what I said, like, very often. Also, ich kann das eigentlich erklären. Ich verstehe das irgendwie, aber... Wie, das, wie ich das machen kann, wie ich das machen, gemacht werden kann, darf, dürfen, is beyond me. I'm really just trying to set up an appointment with this, with this one guy that can help us, you know, this ticket. And they have a ticket, actually, right? You're a ticket for them as a customer. Uh, just because, you know. But, like, he was trying to build a nice a nice system. He was trying to build... You're trying, you're asking this, right? You're asking that. And this is this and this and this and this and this. If you're this, like, you're asking, what can I do with knowing? Like, you can know. You can ask. You can see frequency and, and see, but like I see that the ticket is actually really this back and forth sometimes to solve a problem, but you know, who's it to solve? It's going to be so different all the time. I wonder how this entire ticket system is built, you know, if you really take a look at it and, and see these product managers looking at the product uh, like they do, you know, and it's interesting. Let these people do it. I. But I do want to be a product owner. You know, he's mentioned it more than once. I do I do eventually want to be a product owner. I know that. Uh, I like how the product is. I know how things move. I want to slowly. But like I'm thrown so much at. I already feel like so fucked. But I know that I'm not an essential moving vehicle, you know. But that I can add value somehow, hopefully. I hope so. The weed was nice, just sitting here, you know, talking about what's been going on in my mind. I haven't been really doing that on the podcast somehow. I'm feeling like I need to rush them through. But I have been writing and journaling them down, you know, so don't worry. It's all there. It's all, it's all somewhere, you know. Uh, moving into the world. And that's how you find your, your voice. Keep fucking talking and listening to yourself, man. Because are you really listening? You know, and I can see, I can really see, I can so, 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 so see that my intelligence is 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 the word and writing. You know, like I just fucking see it. That you know, just put me, let me write this book, and you know, like I'll if I like. But you know, this is the thing about writing, is that it's really you writing and you're living a life, and you're fucking writing, you know, and you're living a life, and then you're sitting and you're writing again, and it's not like I know what the fuck I'm gonna write. Every fucking day I sit down, something completely different can happen. But somehow it's all the same, because it's still me, and like somehow I believe in a voice so much that it just presents itself differently. But differently, because it's different things happening sometimes, and you know, 
stuff goes on in life and, you know things happen I'd like to call it a clean experience. Something about being able to drink in moments is one of the only things that makes those moments worth anything. To really take it in, like a sponge takes in water. Sometimes substances help, most of the time they don't. Remember your first drawings? You just sat there and made them till they were done. It wasn't anything more than that for you. Just the pure beauty of seeing lives lines complete each other coming into form for the sacred form itself it's beautiful when it's not much more than that other times though the ups and downs are as much a part of creation as anything what the fuck was i trying to say ah <sighs> But I don't want him, I don't want Vernon to be some super Asian spy that can do crazy shit. You know, I just want him to be himself. Really. So this is, I don't want to over-dramatize the story, but also keep it very intense. I'm trying to find a thread that keeps something tense and keeps it tense the entire time. Hopefully it connects, you know, I don't know. I don't see it right now that thread connecting but at the same time there's different phases to the story that I haven't you know written down mm. let's see how this because I really would like I would like this to be my debut novel you know I would like this to be the, the first book that comes out of me it's it's a very strong thing that's very unique in a certain direction that I really think is me and it's nice to just carve that out first and let it be there you know because it's uh, and this is a pressure to uh, creation it's just like just this what I just mentioned sometimes because um, it wasn't the first book I really really tried to write novel not book wasn't the first novel I tried to you know and it happened it's happening something whatever whatever I have two girls I want to text on Instagram as friends obviously obviously completely Like it's a it's an invasion of her privacy if I listen to it right now, right? Having the voice of my mother telling me how much she loves me after me being a bad son. Gonna listen to this one second, one second. 
I do need some nourishment. No, she's like, I love you and, and stuff. Because, and like, uh, yeah, anyways. I think I'm going to regret not uh, recording her voice, but also being okay with it. You know, I feel, I feel that. Mm.